Welcome to episode 47 of Terrorvision Horror Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Dan McGuinness, and joining me on the Midnight Meat Train is my co-host, Jennifer, the Dream Smasher Tran. Tran? <laughs> Did it again. I'm still going to toot-toot that one. <laughs> Why do I say Tran? I was going to do it to the book this week. No, week. that's fine. It's never to the book. Strand. Strand. Every week we take one horror movie and we cut it to pieces with our internet words. Together, we are two people with a love of horror and feel the burn of our obsolete blockbuster memberships. I'd just like to thank all of our listeners who support us over on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Breaker, CastBox, Google Podcasts, Radio Public and the YouTube. We love you. Um, Also, I'm going to give a shout out to all you people over there that help us on internet land by interacting with us and, you know, Making comments, giving us posts and stuff like that. People like Adam Gillespie, Bryn Phillips, Ringo Starlin, Dion Cracknell, and our mums who yep. like all our posts and don't listen to our show. Yeah, <laughs> I love that. <laughs> um, Ringo Starlin, love him. Yep, he's he's been uh, interacting with us a fair little bit at the moment, which I'm loving. He's my friend from the UK who introduced me to fry bread what and fry ruined bread? my life. What's fry bread? It's basically just bread. Uh huh. Like cooked in butter, fried in butter, but like in a weird indulgent way. It might be butter and oil or f- dripping. It's fried. It's basically the the most unhealthy way you can have bread, and it's amazing. It's usually how I make my toasted sandwiches. Yeah, but like it wasn't that. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I've had, I've fried bread before, but this was like. So it's not like French toast. It was from toast. like a place that had like you know black pudding and all that. It was like right. a, an English breakfast. Sure. And he introduced me to that. Oh, it's delicious and it's butter. Great. I love butter. Anyhow, didn't you want to shout out to Dion? Oh, yeah. Uh, extra shout outs to Dion this week just for being a cool fucking dude. Oh, That's okay. All. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, moving straight into our personal fun facts. My fun fact this week is me and my wife spent all of our wedding money that our parents gave us on a three-month around-the-world honeymoon and didn't have a wedding. That's pretty cool, though. So what, do you have like a um, – because I didn't know you when you got married. So did you have like a – town hall wedding or just a backyard wedding we had a uh, a registry wedding mm-hmm. um and that was it just the thing signing thing we did have a big uh engagement party with about 200 people at it yep which was all catered and it was awesome uh so that was kind of like our wedding that was what they got a party mm. <laughs> at a not like you know hide out a pub um but yeah and then we just like we just Took all the money and just went around the world for three months. Everything was for free. Food, accommodation, everything. Oh, you can do that whatever you want. Amazing. You had like $180 each spending money a day. Wow. For three months. So if you didn't spend any money for one day, you had like $400 the next day. Oh, that but, sounds amazing. I feel that that would be something that I would do when I get married because I have absolutely no desire to have a wedding. Well, I've always thought that marriage is about. You and your wife, yeah. like, people make it all about them. And yeah. so, yeah, our parents were fine with it. They're just like, cool, do whatever you want. It's like, it's your money. Yeah. And we just went around and party. We went to, went to Spain, France, Italy, Japan, UK, um, other places. I can't remember now. <laughs> you in so many places. <laughs> oh, there was heaps. And it went for like, it went actually went for too long. I wanted to come home by the oh, end. Oh, really? Wow. They did not. <laughs> Oh, yeah, okay. No, but, yeah, cool. what's your fun fact? Um, well, I didn't have a fun fact this week, so I just quickly pulled, pulled one out of my, my hat. Um, so I was in a high school band um, called Stormtrooper Ready, and it actually lasted less than a month. Because What was your style of music? It was kind of like punk, punk. but punk. <laughs> it, was, it was like punkish, but like metalish. More punk, I'd say. Just crap rock. 
crap rock. Well, some of us could play, some of us couldn't play, and it was more or less just a let's do this thing, and then it kind of just was. Um, nobody drove, so nobody drove. Yeah, uh, <laughs> was it like was it all themed with Star Wars crap? No, and it's just the guys that I were hanging out with at the time were really into Star Wars and stuff like that. So you know that was just kind of something that you come up with and you'd be like, okay, well let's and you play the guitar, I play the drums, let's and you do something. Let's just do this. There's no excuse for being young either. Look at Silverchair. I know, right? Or the Hansons. The Hansons. The Hansons. <laughs> They're an anomaly. But... The Pauline Hansons. Yep. All Here right. Is there any more you want to add about your band? No, nah, that's it. That's... Uh, that's it. <laughs> that's, that's done. That's done. All right, let's move into our spoiler course. Yes, every week Jennifer and I set us as a horror movie to watch and then we go through it scene by scene, spoiling the fuck out of it. It's a deep dive into glorious gore, hard edits, cheesy acting, directing madness, severed wangs and compound fractures. Our movie this week has all those things in it. It hits all those uh, points. It does. It does. Um, So for those of you playing at home, we also do give all of our films a rating at the end. Um, I nearly had to create a new rating for this film. Really? Which was like, had one good scene. (laughs) Stop talking now. Um, okay, so for those of you playing at home, we have the A, which is awesome, everybody should watch. We've got our B, beer and chicken wing group movie. F is for fun and dumb. C is a classic that's worth a watch. We've got U, which is underrated. G, good for its time, but it's not held up. J, Jen special, the D, Dan special. We've got a W, whatever, so off my radar. We've got the Kesha, the low-budget hot mess. And the cream of the crap, the McConaughey, the fucking fucked. We watched it, so you don't have to. I've changed the uh, W to whatever. (laughs) (laughs) Fart noise. (laughs) I love it. So this week we watched, at your request, Jen. Yes. um, Piranha 3D from 2010. I had no idea what this was. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. Give us a vital statistics. Um, So it's directed by Alexandra Arja, who most people would know him as doing the reboot of The Hills Have Eyes, which was good and kind of confronting for many people. Why? Oh, uh, there's a pretty horrific, like, rape. Yeah, it's always rape. Yeah, it's always rape. Um, it's always it's pretty rape. Horrific if, anyone, rape if everyone scene. doesn't like a film, it's got rape. Yeah. yeah. Um, I recall that when I saw that film at the cinema, two of my friends who I was with actually left, and I was just by myself for the rest of the film. But, yeah. Sure. Um, screenplay by Pete Goldfinger and Josh Stolberg. Goldfinger? I know, right? Hello, He's... gold. <laughs> I was going to say he's on the Tony Hawk soundtrack. That's oh. fine. Um, it's got a really cool cast, though. Elizabeth... Yeah, this was weird. This is why I was like, uh. Um, so Elizabeth Shue, Jerry O'Connell, Ving Rhames, Christopher Lloyd, Eli Roth, Richard Dreyfus. All these people are in this film. It's amazing. Um, what? This film made money? <laughs> oh, oh, yes, Dan. Um, so this film had a budget of $24 million. Um, Box office return was 83.1. It clearly just spent all that $24 million on paying the actors. Yeah, just on Dreyfus and Lloyd. That was it. It's like you have an overall cameo of about five minutes each, and that's where the money went. Um, so this has actually got really good reviews from all the critics when it came out as well, so... Maybe it's just me. Maybe it's just you. Um, So here are a couple of fun facts before we dive in. So a television spot was banned because it had too much gore and it also revealed the ending of the movie. (laughs) Like, why would you do that? Um, 1,100 boats were used during the Spring Break Massacre scene. That's Um, what it should have been called. Spring Break Massacre? Yeah. I would have been okay with that. 
Um, the production crew estimated that 75,000 gallons of fake blood was used each day. That's a lot. Cause they had That's to, a lot. Because they had to stain, basically, a river. Yes. I'm sure everything that was in that river died. I'm pretty certain that they filmed on location in a river, but then a lot of that stuff was probably done in, like, a pool. A, in a pool. Yeah, because there were lots of shots with boats as, as around the edge, so yeah. you couldn't see where anything yeah. was anyway. And then they couldn't have destroyed everything. Um, some of the shots of spring break participants are genuine, so we this is going to be a That's topic. That's even more sad. This is going to be a topic of, of massive conversation as once we jump in the spring break theme. Um, but yeah, they're all pretty genuine, and I think any extras that were in there that weren't adult film stars, Alexander Arger, not Weinstein, actually sat down and brought all of them in personally. Which Yuck. I don't know if that's creepy or not. Yes. Um, yeah. So. Yeah, why not? Let's uh, so let's jump in, guys. Synopsis. What's its tagline and synopo? There's something in the water. Oh. Each year, the population of Sleepy Lake, Victoria, Arizona, exploits from five thousand to fifty thousand residents for the annual spring break celebration. But then, an earthquake opens an underwater chasm, releasing an enormous swarm of ancient piranha, piranhae, um, that have been dormant for thousands Piranhas. of years. I don't know. <laughs> now with a taste for human flesh. This year, there's something more to worry about than the usual hangovers and complaints from locals. A new type of terror is about to be cut loose on Lake Victoria. So that, that was the end of the show. And that's the whole film, yeah. <laughs> oh, well, at least you guys don't have to concentrate very hard on what's going on in our, in our uh, explanation of what's going on. No, this is, this is very true. Now, you're going to take the, the, I, the wheel on most of this because I was just like, uh, you and really, didn't write very good notes. You struggle through. My notes are just disgustingly... Took me three days to, write, to watch this. Oh, really? Yeah, I, spent, I kept turning it off. I watched it in one sitting and every 10 to 20 minutes I was like, how does Dan hate this film? This film's great. What are you talking about? Anyway, we've got opening shot. Pans over a barren desert into a rusted, squeaky fence. It's all like, you know, it's been there for years. Uh, swinging up to a sign that says, stop, restricted area, Mesolithic era dig site. Nothing to do with the film. That has nothing. Maybe they I were thought, from I thought, oh, yeah, there's going to be like radioactive piranhas yeah. or something or or something like that. No. I would have watched that. Um, but yeah, nope. Um, so then once we get there, once again, over the, the There's rocks, a shot of an iguana. The, ugh, I think it's a salamander. It's salamander. whatever it is. It is a reptile and it is gross. A big lizard walking over a rock. Yeah. It's very serene. Very. I thought like, that's again, in, in stealing that we're nowhere near water. Which I didn't even like catch on to. No, so it's in the middle of butt fuck nowhere. Um, again, this this opening sequence very similar to what he did with the hills have eyes. Um, now we sort of pan up and pan over a boat in the middle of a lake, big lake, such a huge lake. It's very pretty. Um, we it, hear, it's a huge lake because it takes yeah. people ages to get from once because they're like you know there's characters here doing this and then they have to get to some other characters and it takes them like ages to get yeah, there. Yeah, so they're talking about one of those inland giant lakes. 25 miles of lake, apparently. 25 miles is huge, yeah. yeah. Um, so we get this uh, crackly radio and o- over the radio it's singing Show Me the Way to Go Home. Um, very similar to, you know, the song from Jaws. Show me the way to go home. No. I'm tired and I want to go. How the- okay. I did. I haven't watched Jaws for years and I didn't like it. I hate you right now. It's not that it's a bad film. I just don't think uh, that a, sh- a killer shark, you just get out the water and leave. 
Like, and then it's like, oh, foiled again. Look, we have, we have no time for your logic <laughs> yeah. right here, Dan. Just don't go in the water. Um, I understand. Jaws is great. I love Jaws, but yeah. So, I, I, I'm not like a Jaws aficionado. Okay. Aficionado. Yeah, right. Yeah, I love it. Fish. Uh, there is a man um, pulling some beers from the water, which he's is... In a little, he's in a little dinghy. He's in a dinghy. He's fishing. Yeah, he's, he's fishing. It's just him on his own. Um, and we see that it is it is Richard Dreyfus dressed as his character Hooper from Draws. Um, he is drunkenly singing along. Um, what was his character's name? Can you remember? Uh, his character in Jaws was called Hooper. Hooper, that's it. Yeah. Um, Matt Hooper and his character in this is actually Matt something. I couldn't remember. Matt I just Cooper. Probably. <laughs> um, so Fishing and drinking. This is probably an excellent way to start the film and such a great cameo. Um, he's sitting there, he's fishing, he's drinking, and his line starts to pull. He's got a bite. It's a fast fish. He's got it. He's got to grab it. Um, so he he drops his beer into the lake, starts reeling in, pulls out a real beaut too. What sort of fish was it? Uh, bass. Mm. Yeah. Um, so he's he's pulled it in. We see the beard start to sink deep and yeah, deep we get some nice into line. the lake. Well, this film had a lot of nice underwater shots. Yeah. Um, uh, some really good ones that I think they actually went to the trouble of making whole environments yeah. and then shot them, like, in a controlled area. Yeah. But ones where they're, like, in the shallows going through and there's, like, weed. And I thought they were wicked. Um, but, yeah. yeah, we see this beer bottle floating down, 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 down to the bottom of the lake. Mm. And we can see this lake is very deep. It's so deep. And there's you can also see... It's almost see like they could have shot it in the ocean. Pretty film. much. There's the, also, like, like... inland like, weird story. Yeah. There's also a lot of crap on the bottom of the lake shore, so you can see chairs and all this from... from Previous spring breaks. Yeah. It's gross. Um, there is a large quake. Yeah, that suddenly. Happens. Suddenly, bam. Earthquake. Cracking the bottom of the lake and creating a whirlpool. Hooper immediately starts um, getting sucked up and it's sucked a, no, in. a real bad CG whirlpool as well. I'm it like, oh, it is. There was a couple of moments where I'm like, that is not held up. Um, so he is frantically trying to start the boat um, and get out of this this whirlpool that he's been sucked into. Um, as he is doing this, we see a shoal of piranha making their way from beneath the lake. Is shoal its proper name? It is. Like pod and stuff like that? Yeah. Shoal. Shoal is... As in like you wear a shoal. Shoal, um, S-H-O-A-L, which is the actual term for a swarm of piranha. Oh, nice. Yes. Um, so they're making their way up very, very quickly. I wrote quickly. fish come through hole <laughs> in my notes. <laughs> oh, your notes are bad this week then. Yeah. Um, so they're making their way up and Hooper, he unfortunately, he loses balance and he has fallen into the lake. Oh, dear. We see him immediately being tacked, attacked and picked to pieces in an extremely cool looking red tone. Like this has now created like this crazy blood red tone across the whole yeah, screen. Yeah, like the whole water. It's like a red filter put across yeah. everything, but it's like it's clearly they've just got red water. Yeah, and it looks, which I thought was pretty good. This looks great. It wasn't blood though. It was like he was dying in cordial. Yeah. Cochineal, look out. <laughs> He's Kool-Aid. Um, and so th- as this is happening, we get the piranha title sequence come up onto the screen. Now, this film was initially shot in 3D, so yeah. there's so many sequences throughout this film, this being I only one re- of them. I actually only remembered it was shot in 3D right at the end when they put the motor the, the motor that goes towards your head. And I was like, oh, yeah, it's supposed to be 3D. Yeah. I wonder if it, like, that would have made me like this film slightly more. I Probably actually not. saw this at the cinema in 3D, and, yes, it made my experience so much better. I have it on Blu-ray somewhere also in 3D with the cool 3D piranha glasses. I don't know where the DVD is That's currently. That's kind of cool. But, yeah. So, um, don't you need a 3D TV? 
No, not when you've got the... The glasses. Yeah, the glasses. We also have a 3D TV. It's fine. Oh. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Like, I'll admit that this scene, it doesn't necessarily hold up, but I don't so care. at this, this point, cool I was really fun. scared. I was like, is this going to be a total CG mess? Is this going to be like those, you know, those 2B tarantula films where they're just... I like, love tarantulas on a walk cycle, but they're not even <laughs> moving, just in the background and stuff like yeah. that? Yeah. So, that would um, be cool. Which is what I thought I was about to watch. But, no, there is... A lot of practical effects in this film. They've just mixed in a bunch of CG, which I actually think they shouldn't have. They should have just kept full practical. Yeah. Um, or maybe like this, like scenes, like they should have said no CG gore mm. or minimal. I don't know. Minimal. Yeah. Yeah. They, like, they did the best they could. I mean, it was 2010, so this is a time where it's like heavy practical effects. They're trying to get people back into horror, back into cinemas. Um, so, you know. Um, so at this point now, the lake has started to settle down and we get a shot of just this bass flopping about in the empty boat. Um, and, you know, that's it. We think that's the end of that. Poor Hooper. But before that happens, Hooper's bloody hand bursts through the water. And this is like a cool robotic little arm. The yeah, fingers that was are practical. moving. Um, Half-eaten so hand comes out. Yeah, parts have just completely ripped out. His fingers have been bitten down to the bone. And this is literally the first four minutes of the film. And if you are not hooked in within the first four minutes of this film, there's something wrong with you. Yeah, there's something wrong with me. <laughs> there is. Well, this sequence is great. Okay. No, I was fine at this stage. Following into the Hard next sequence, cut. this is where we've got some issues. We've got this disgusting synth wave title sequence as a radio announcer welcomes everyone to Lake Victoria for spring break. Spring break. Babes, boats, bikinis. Um, I've written cut to a beach full of cannon fodder people. <laughs> <laughs> pretty much this sequence and i do admit that a lot of these sequences go on for far too long um it is disgusting sort of like you know the dudes have those like you know the spring the, break beads the frosted tips yeah the mardi the gras be- beads the mardi gras beads that you get every dude's like a buff dude every woman is in a bikini it's all it's like glorifying like like misogynistic behavior yeah. beyond any re- reasonable doubt. Yeah, like, she's like two drinks away from a casting couch kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and like, yeah, exactly. And like, as we see later on, like, the basically main characters in this film are casting ca- couch people. Yeah, they and are. And actual casting couches. Like, it's a, I've written a montage of douchebags. Douche um, yeah, and, and, and then I'm like, cut to a lady, cut to a cop lady with a date rapist. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So yeah, we get a look at the town. It's very, it's clearly a very small town that does rely on this like surge of people throughout the year. Um, but this dude has he's um, he's crashed into something, and she's there issuing him a ticket. Lady, sexy lady cop. Yep, played by Elizabeth Shue. Who is from Back to the Future? Hmm. Yep, leaving Las Vegas. Um, and he says he says something absolutely gross. So I didn't write it down. And all these douche lord mates are in the background, and she basically just grabs his he's arms. A, he's, he's a cocky. He's a cocky douchebag. Yeah. But the problem, is, and like, as he thinks, like, spring break, no laws apply, and that's why I hate spring break. It's just like. Ugh. Even then, like, even the whole sort of schoolies thing that was here. Schoolies, like, it's the same thing. I went to schoolies for one day, and I was like, no, nah, I'm done. I hate this. This is gross. Fortunately for me, schoolies wasn't. Re- it was only just becoming a thing when I was younger. So, and it started like at Victor Harbour. Yeah. Moved its way down. Um, it's I mean, not- I paid. I paid to go and spend like the weekend in Victor Harbour with my friends. And I just went home. I'm like, no, I'm done. This sucks. This sucks so hard. Because yeah. I wasn't into drinking. I wasn't into oh, I was. all that kind of crap. 
I, and I wasn't I, really interested in dudes, so. Yeah, fair enough. I'm sure there's a lot of babes there. Babes willing to show off their, their jubblies. No, nah, that's not how I want to meet babes. Fair enough. Anyway, uh, he, he says something gross. She grabs him, basically pulls him, his arm around, slams him onto the hood of the car, and then another one of his mates turns around and he tries to say, say something smart to her. She pulls out her taser and she's just like, any of you fuckers come one more step and you'll be pissing lightning bolts for the next week. And I'm like, she is a badass. Um, I just hated the spring breakers. I can't, I can't, I can't do I it. Know, oh, I know, I oh. know. I'm going to get off my hate of spring breakers. No, it's fine. You can hate it all you like. And then we cut to a normal guy on a scooter. Probably mm-hmm. the main guy I wrote in brackets. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he's, uh, we see him at the traffic lights watching the, the officer and he kind of just sort of laughs, drives off. Um, he parks his scooter and he looks around at all the madness. There's a bunch of dickheads mooning people from the boat. So he's a normal looking kid. He uh, he doesn't have any of the spring break shit all over him. Yeah, you know he's, he's just, different because he's wearing a Pixies t-shirt. He's wearing a Pixies t-shirt. That is true. And he's also um, it's like he you get the yeah you get the insinuation that he lives in the town all the time. Yeah, yeah. So this he's is just from his there. town and all these people swarm into it. And yeah, he runs into another character, Kelly, who is definitely dressed for spring break. Yes, yes. He is very excited to see her. She's clearly an old friend and probably a crush. Um, she's come back she- from her college to for spring break. Yeah. Um, he, however, will not be enjoying his spring break and going wild like everyone else because he is tasked with babysitting his siblings. Yep, his um, little brother and sister. Yep, so they have this very sort of like weird interaction and then Haley's sorry, Kelly, I thought her name was Haley because I've got terrible hearing. Um, her douchebag boyfriend rocks up and he acts like a bit of a no, dick. He's a dick, surprise, surprise. In every film, you know, when there's... Like, clearly, like, Kelly is Jake, who's yeah. uh, Jake's love interest yes. in the film. And the, I don't even know if she likes him. I couldn't tell till halfway through. Because right, she's got a boy, a boyfriend. Or does he? Is he her boyfriend? I don't know. Bad writing. Anyway. Um, so they end up throwing a drink at him. She gets in the car and they drive off. Yeah, one of the goons. One of yes. the boyfriend's goons. Yeah. So a whole slushy over him, which is the traditional drink that you throw over people you don't like mm-hmm. in American films. That's true. Such a waste of a slushy. Uh, anyway, we cut to a woman sitting down next to a little girl. She's got a trumpet or trombone. Um, she's waiting for someone and they exchange... This is a little girl. So yeah, she's like so a she's 10, like 10. 10 year old girl. They start exchanging some weird compliments and she, you know, she's like, oh, I like your instrument. Oh, I like your boobs. And you Yeah, know, her writing like, was terrible. So yeah. instantly I was like, this is a porn star. You can just tell, like, so not not the little girl. No. Or maybe no. in the future if you've been in this film. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so it's basically a 10-year-old girl talking to a very booby porn star. Yeah, she's very British, but she's very lovely. Like, she's she's a delightful kind of lady. Um, she sort of lets her know that she's waiting for her brother, Jake, um, who rocks up, and it's Scooter Boy. Yeah. Um, so they have a little bit of a flirty interaction. Very, uh, yeah, it's very, like, you know come hither but you know we know why and then all of a sudden out of nowhere comes a new character who i don't know what his name was i just called him sliders his name is derek derek in the film yep and he never runs oh if you notice yeah (laughs) uh so this porn director guy comes up he's played by the guy from sliders jerry o'connell yep which i couldn't remember his name so for the rest of the film i've just called him sliders that's fine that's fine it's also the other guy i've just called parks and rec 
that that's okay too. Um, so he rocks up with a camera and he's just like he's just shouting shit. So he's like, "Where is everyone?" And oh, they're over there. So he starts calling out, like, "Don't get he's, sun- he's, why he's, are you getting sunscreen? Like, we need condoms, we need champagne, we need this, we need this." And he's just being an absolute like. He's like a douchebag. He's like a stereotypical like poor like like coked up. Uh, yeah, porn director. Except he's got the camera at this stage, doesn't he? For some reason. Yeah, because it's his kind of website. So this character is based on a guy who I can't remember his name and I don't really care to look it up. Um, but for legal reasons, Jerry O'Connell had to turn around and say, I play a guy that I imagine could be like this guy because that guy was offended that he was being portrayed as this, Such a douchebag. this douche lord drug addict kind of thing. So there's a whole thing. Um, but he's the personification. He is what I imagine Harvey Weinstein thinks he is. I just hated him. Yeah, that's fine. You're meant to hate him. Um, so, you know, he kind of, he's, he notices Jake. He, he kind of looks him up and down. He's like, mm, I don't know. Like, who are you? Who are you and why are you here? Why are you talking to my, one of my babes? That's right. And then he realizes that Jake is a sand rat. He is someone who lives in the town. They don't he have their... local knowledge. He does. They don't have their location scout. Their location scout bailed last minute, so he offers him a job. Yeah, at first I was like, is he offering him a job to fuck the chicks? Well, but then later on you find, yeah, no, oh, a location scout he wants yeah. him as. And I'm like, okay, cool. He just wants to be out of... And I don't even understand what film they're making because like, it says they're making a porn, but at no stage ever is there any porn shot in this film or, or any try or any. And it doesn't matter. Yeah, I mean they're there to shoot some girls gone wild videos, which are. But they do say they're, they're trying to make porno. Yeah, that's not good. But like, it just seems like it, they're making like, you know, like uh, what are those like soft core just videos of girls getting their t-shirt wet and shit like that, yeah. which I don't even know who would ever watch them these days. I don't know. Um, so you know. He, he accepts the job. He's very excited. And we cut to at home and Jake is watching Now, Derek's. first we just cut to an underwater shot. Oh, yeah, we do. There's, we a get... cu- there's a whole bunch of just cutaway underwater shots just to imply that there is something looming in the water. And yeah. in my notes, I've written, why isn't everyone dead yet? <laughs> <laughs> because it's the first 10 minutes of the film. Uh, um, so, yeah, we cut to. This is the exact point where they should have had something to pull me in at that, uh, you know, some sort of like crazy gore moment. Yeah. We'll get into that. Um, to Jake. Jake is at home. He's researching the porn guy. He is. So he's on Derek's website and he is, he's watching all the naked ladies dancing and getting their jubblies out. out. And his mum comes barging in. It's the sheriff from the beginning of the film. Oh, the sheriff is his mum. And he kind of, he has to, he there's awkwardly. there's only six people that live in this town. That's right. Um, so he awkwardly, like, you know, puts a book over his lap and turns off the screen of his computer to sort of not look like he's been watching porn and about to, you know, pleasure himself. Um, his kid sister has dobbed him in on bailing on his babysitting duties and she basically reiterates to him, like, come on, like, I need your help. This is the biggest, busiest weekend of the year. I'm a single mom. But he's you, like, I'm a young boy. You've got to look after, you, you know, I need you to be responsible. So we get that speech. Um, and, you know, a very sort of awkward, like... He looks like... He looks like a kind of bit more overweight Anton from Idle Hands. A little bit, yeah. Yeah, he, he, he's not thin. He's not thin and nerdy. He's still kind of like a bigger dude. Yeah. Which is weird. I always thought they would have gone for a more nerdier guy for his role. I think he goes on to be in The Vampire Diaries. Yeah, I've never cool. watched that show, but yeah, you know. Winner. So he's clearly sexy. I don't know. Was he, though? No. His neck was real thick. He, it was. It was like Fist of the North Star thick. <laughs> and I have some comments a little bit later about his tongue game, but we'll his get to neck, that. His <laughs> neck and tongue game is all out. Yeah. So... 
we have this sort of continuous, she shuts the door and then she kind of just opens up again and he's like, oh God, dinner time. We cut to, um, it's nighttime now. And the sheriff, she rocks up to a uh, lake. We also get an underwater shot in between this. We do. <laughs> we just mention that every yeah. time. Underwater POV shots. Um, she rocks up and starts talking to Officer Ving Rames. Um, they got a call about a missing person, which is Hooper. Is that M- Marcel Wallace from Pulp Fiction? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So if you, if you need a, if you need a uh, yeah, yeah if you need a, a reference because um, I was like is that Marcel Wallace because <laughs> yes. that's the only name I know him as. And they start investigating the. I'm going to call this like the mangroves or swamps because it wasn't quite the lake. Yeah, it's but like it was they just have like, all versions of all lakes in this town. Yeah, like, is this water-based? This is based? a mangrovey kind of uh, weed-based section of the lake as opposed to the clear ocean-like section or the cavernous underwater section or the swimming pool section. Yeah. So they go um, walking out into the little piers. It's There's clearly it's some like, as well. walkways sort of to get around. Um, a and, jetty, yeah. Yeah, little jetty. But they're kind of, it's like a little walk jetty. Yeah, it's like a mangrove like, walkway. Yeah. So while this is happening, of course, we're getting some uh, underwater POV shots. Um, they're kind of joking. This was where there were some nice, like, weed underwater POV shots that I could yeah. tell. Like, oh, bit of effort put here. It's nice, nice. Quite nice. We get this kind of like, you know, a lot of squeaking and cracking of the pier to indicate that this is not quite sturdy. And I think at some point as well, he's like, um, like, you're old and I'm fat. We can't do like, we can't walk on this kind of joke. They spot the boat. She goes over and it's just out of arm reach. So she's like knelt down. She's like sturdied herself. She's trying to grab for the boat and oh shit. What happens? The pier breaks. She yeah, goes into the break, water. Eh? No. Have you ever known anyone to ever be on a pier or a jetty and it breaks? (laughs) Never. Those things are like solid. They're thick. Anyhow, I'm sure jetties do come down every now and then, but this one just so happens to come down. Quite possibly. Um, So she goes into the water and, of course, that underwater POV shot just starts getting closer. It gets faster, zooming into her. Um, She pops out of the water, um, kind of, you know, does this pop up and then immediately after pops up the body of Hooper's mangled corpse. So what was this thing that was underwater and why didn't it attack it? Was it just the speeding corpse going through the water? <laughs> Quite possibly. You know how corpses start to There were speed. heaps of underwater shots in the in this film where with things going towards people and then nothing happened. I'm like, fish don't plot a time to do <laughs> shit. No. They don't go like, oh, wait up. Nah, nah, not a good time. Not ready. <laughs> not re- Oh, they're not ready yet. This is not the optimal time to eat someone. So, yeah, Look, so it must ate. have been just, a, a, you know, an attack corpse. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Those pesky attack corpses. I know. Um, so, it, it looks cool, though. He's like, his face is missing. His eyeballs are gone. It was a it's, practical effect, it, I think. Yeah, it looked really good. They, they get him up onto the... The, yeah, they pull him up onto the shoreline and she kind of, she looks out onto the lake and she's just like, I'm thinking about closing the lake. He goes, you can't close the lake. It brings too much money into the town. Yep. So now we've Don't got... Don't even try that. It's a conundrum. No, no, it's a conundrum. <laughs> Kip, we have a conundrum. Uh, we get another underwater POV shot and then we get this uh, hard cut to a guy on top of a cliff and he backflips into the water like some kind of cool dude. This was a weird shot because this is like cliffs now. He was he was he was basically like yeah he was cliff jumping yeah like into the water. Like, where were the cliffs? Just a couple of miles that way. It looks like this was actually a cl- I think that was a, a dive into the ocean. They filmed that because like there was nowhere no, or, or whatever. Yeah. Anyway, it could be anywhere. Yeah. There's nowhere. It doesn't show where it is. It's just and then 
Well, he's cool and he's clearly on his own diving into the lake because no one. Well, he dives no in the lake. There's him. no one around him, and then yeah. he dies from red food coloring. <laughs> he's immediately attacked, and within you less see, than thirty seconds, uh, he's he just, is devoured, gone. There is no trace. He's allergic to red food coloring. The lake was full of it. He doesn't like cochineal. Look, red dye number ten that gets you every time. Yeah. Um, yeah, it just basically looked like he was attacked by a bubble machine that had red food colouring <laughs> in it. So, yeah, that is the end of that chapter. This poor guy, he's gone. So, the fish are just taking out people they know that there's no one around. So, they're not... Well, they're biding their time. Exactly. But that's what they, you know... We'll get to that as well. Um, so, Jake and his siblings, we've cut now to Jake and his siblings. They're on their own little pier just out the front of their house. So, the siblings are like a young girl from the start, the 10-year-old girl. They're probably like twins. A, an eight-year-old boy. Yeah. So, they're just little blonde kids. Yeah. Who don't. Very blonde. Yeah. Um, and he's trying to convince them that he wants to go out to this thing and this is a secret. you got to stay here. you got to stay inside. Don't go outside and I'll give you money. And she basically extorts money out of him. She's he, like, He basically yeah. pays... For them to look after themselves, yeah. which I'm like, it just made me hate him. Yeah. I'm like, oh, wow, you're heaps responsible. Uh, am I supposed to like you? Yeah, I didn't like him. No, I, I didn't cared like him. I think that was my him. problem. I hated everyone in this film apart from the lady cop, mm-hmm. Marcel Wallace, mm-hmm. and Parks and Rec. But Parks and Rec's character was, he had, he was ridiculous. We'll I get to him later. I love him. I loved him in this film. Yeah, I liked him. Um, and also, like, yeah. The, the, the professor, yep. which is like, we'll get into later. Yeah. So basically, like, he ends up giving them money and he goes off to him enjoy himself. Cut to spring break. Yeah. Another scene of just people spring breaking. It's true, but we do get this really cute scene of Officer Ving Rames and he is, like, getting dude bros to pick up trash. He's like, no, nah, not in my lake. You dump shit in my lake. You got to pick up ten more pieces, like in school. If you were caught littering, you had to go pick up ten pieces of litter. Yeah, but it's, it's, but they were doing it. But at the start of the film, they weren't. They weren't even like they were getting un. They didn't care. They were getting arrested. Now they're just picking up rubbish. Yeah, so um, it's really like then it's we get, really kicked off. But then it cuts straight after that to yeah, slow house music starts <laughs> with the DJ. Like, <laughs> no, that wasn't it. You know, that's slow, slow house. Yuck. <laughs> Yuck. Um, the scientists have now rocked up, which is great. You know, wherever there is an earthquake, there are scientists not too far behind. Um, they So they've rocked up, including a very handsome Adam Scott, Parks and Rec. Um, and yeah, we know him from Parks and Rec. This is at the point where I was like, why are these people in this film? Park, that's the Park and Rec man. Yeah, I like him. Parks and Rec. That's his um, name from now on. <laughs> that's fine. Um, so they load up a bunch of stuff onto a boat and the sheriff sort of drives off. So they, she's taking them out to where, wherever this sort of happened. This and seismic where, occurrence. Yeah, that's fine. And then we also, once again, we get another spring break montage, awful loud music, boobs, dude bros, Derek, he's there filming ladies dancing. Cut to the porn girls setting women's rights back a hundred years. Yeah, you know, it's like, you know, they've got people in, because we've also got Paul Shear in this film, who I've forgotten to mention. I love Paul Shear. He's a, he also, he's in a lot of different things. He's also the guy from the How Did This Get Get Made podcast. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and he's like this kind of nerdy guy. He's bold, so he's got a bucket cap on. He's got a big splodge of sunscreen on his nose. The most awkward guy you would ever see filming porn. Um, and he's in the crowd. Jake's in the crowd, and they're all like, you know, motorboat, motorboat. And then of course the ladies start motorboating each other. What's motorboating? It's where you put your face in a woman's cleavage, and you're like, Hurr. oh, okay, motorboating. 
blanket. It, it's not pleasurable for anyone, I don't feel. No, so. uh, but they've, they've got they're on a, sta- a floating stage, aren't well, they? Well, they're on the boat at this point. They're on Derek's boat because they are going to Oh, that's to right, yeah, off. I'm in the wrong spot, yeah. Yeah. So basically this is like, the, and this is these girls are the girls from the start that the yeah. little 10-year-old girl was talking to, who Jake was talking to. It's, I don't know what they're doing here. No. I don't understand. These guys are supposed to be making porn at spring break. Well, so what it is. What's, is this, cause it, are these like those spring break, like, girls gone wild videos Yeah, he he's is making? the girls gone wild kind of guy. So he's there. Oh, is that who they're? Yeah. Oh. That's who they're meant to be. So he's there to do that. And while they're there doing that, so they're going to, you know, they'll do the spring break thing. They'll do the marketing thing. They'll do the, you know, the VH1, let that spring break kind of thing. But then they're going to go off where there is no, you know, cops and they're going to film their porn. Yeah, which they don't. And do stuff. <laughs> uh, yeah, so yeah. They, we've got this. It's just like, it was so face palmy. Yeah. Anyhow. Jake runs into Kelly. Well, Jake's and, there. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, so Jake runs into Kelly and she's kind of talking about how her dude bro boyfriend didn't have backstage passes to something, so she's not really like. So she keen. instantly he doesn't have backstage pass, so she hates him now. Yeah, he's uh, he's no longer of interest to her. And then she goes like, but then Kelly goes like, oh look, she calls like the girls that are up on the boat. Yeah, the main the, the girls. She goes, well, look at those idiots. But then instantly just becomes one of, well, of her own fruition. So Derek. Calls for Jake. And he's like, what the fuck are you doing? We've got to go. You're late. What's happening? And she's like, are you with these girls? And he sees her. He sees Kelly and he's like, oh, she looks like Why would he pick her out of spring break? I don't know. I mean, not not to be mean or anything, but like she was just a normal person. He's just like obsessed with her. We need her. She was young, I guess. She seemed quite young. No, it's because she was... So he he comes like sniffing around her and he basically like lays on the charm um, and he convinces her to come along in the boat trip, uh, much to Jake's disdain. So basically, like, they're in this standoff of we both like each other, but we're not going to admit it because there's a lot of, like, back and forth of, well, she's not my girlfriend. Yeah, he's not my boyfriend. Wank, wank, wank. Yeah, Sliders invites her onto the boat, yep. and she comes on because he says there's champagne. Yes. And I'm like, wow, you're uh, pretty easy to get on a boat. <laughs> you I'm her? on a boat, motherfucker. It's the implication. That's right. <laughs> it's just the implication. <laughs> We cut back to the kids. They're at the house and they are unhooking a boat. Um, well, first, we get to see like Jake win. Like Kelly's dick boyfriends come. That's right. And they're like, oh, like, you know, like, Kelly, look at the chicks on the boat. Let's go with you. And he's like, she's like, and he's like, no, nah, sorry, douchebags, you can't come. And then Jake gets on the boat. He's like, oh, no, Jake's on the boat. <laughs> Bummer. And Jake's like, I win. And he kind of like waves at them and they're like, fuck you. Jake wins. <laughs> Fatality. Cock blocked. <laughs> um, so, yeah, we cut to the kids at the house. They're unhooking a boat. The, the little they, boy's unhooking the boat. And she's trying to convince him. Like She's like, look, you know, we said we wouldn't. He's like, look, I said I'm fishing. There's no fishing here. I've got to go out there. Like 10 metres out there. They got a kayak. So this is the absolute opposite of them staying at home. They get in a boat and they start paddling out into the middle of it. At, the, at this point in the film, I still thought that the, this... There was a lake, and I also thought there was the ocean. Because <laughs> I was like, well, how are the fish going to get from the ocean to the lake? Or, or vice versa. Yep, yeah. And then yep. I was like, oh, they must just go in the underwater caves. I still thought that there was like, <laughs> I didn't click that it was just one gigantic. I must have just missed them saying that in that one line. Yep. Um, That's okay. Cut back. We cut to Derek pouring champagne, and he's be- he's wooing late. He's being gross. Um, Paul Shear and Jake, they're hanging out sort of in the back and the lovely British girl from the very beginning, she comes out and she starts like 
hard flirting with Jake. Well, she knows that Kelly likes him. Yeah. And knowing that she knows how girls work, if she flirts with him, and even though it'll make them closer together. Quite possibly. Or some shit. Are they doing like tequila shots off of the girl's belly? Is this this scene? This isn't this scene. This oh, okay. is a little bit later on. Yeah. There's a lot of these sleazy scenes. There are. Um, so that's exactly what that happens. And then the next scene is just the girls in the water swimming. So the, there's two girls in the water. Kelly's on some, she's drinking champagne on this like Inflatable rubber, boat? Yeah, rubber no, inflatable ring. chair. So. Yeah. Um, and then the two girls immediately get naked, throw their swimsuits at Jake, and we get this uh, naked underwater swimming to operatic music. Underwater it's, vag shot, I called it. Yes, there is a vagina in this film. There which is, I was there like, is yeah. full nudity. Um, and this film's not R-rated, I don't think. It's I a montage of, 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 yeah, of, of porn girls swimming naked under the water. It's clearly not in the water. It's just like, oh! Yeah. Slow motion. They're like underwater, kind of hugging each other, kind of making out, growing each other's tits. There's no one under the water with them. No. There's no one filming it. Why are they even doing it? I just facepalm. Well, no, they are filming it from the boat. Kind. Yeah, I suppose. At this point, I didn't know that. This isn't porn. This is filmed to operatic music, so it's naked, naked synchronized swimming. It's not porn. That's right. And then it cuts to a shot of them in the boat with a glass bottom boat, and they're watching it. And they're just filming it. So Derek and Paul Shear, they're filming it, and they're being absolutely gross, like the things that they are saying about these women. Yeah, so the filmer and sliders. Yeah. I just called the other guy filmer. Yeah, pretty much. So, like, Jake comes in and... You know, Derek, he's talking, he's like, oh, you know, beer, sun, naked heart, he's making out underwater. What more could you want? Yeah, I I wrote my notes here. For a guy that's so sleazy, he doesn't even make porn. He just films and yells. Pretty much. (laughs) Like, yeah, fucking boom, kicks, titties. And I'm like, boobs. High end doesn't make any, high end energy doesn't make any sense. Anyhow. While all this shenanigansin, <laughs> which is a new word I made shenanigans, up, I like shenanigansin <laughs> is happening. Uh, Jake's mum calls him, mm. you know, to see how the babysitting's going. And of course, Jake just couldn't walk out the room where no, no one was yelling. He had to keep staying in there and making up ham ass excuses. Like, yeah, but he oh was, yeah, they're watching TV. Oh yeah, they. Because he, he was miss- watching two girls making out. Like yeah, you're not you know, gonna hang up the phone. Yeah, because the hottest thing in the world is talking to your mum while getting an erection, looking at someone. <laughs> No. <laughs> anyway, Jake lies. He still says he's babysitting and he just makes up all these ham excuses. Yeah, and, and she and wants the scene to, is tedious. Yeah, she once again reiterates that she doesn't want the kids on the lake this weekend. It's it's dangerous. It's too many people. Blah 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 blah. Yeah. Um, at this point, Jake did go outside to finalize his phone call with his mum, and he notices that Kelly is no longer on the floaty ring. He calls out to her a couple of times before jumping in the water to try and find her. Yeah. Um, we get this uh, POV underwater shot once again. We get a lot of, we can hear the muffled sounds of Jake's yelling and we get some fish start flying past, you know. Why don't the- they attack him? <laughs> Look, it's not a convenient time. Okay. It doesn't make a good scene. The fish are aware of like film, yeah. uh, film pacing. Uh, so Kelly is on the boat. Um, yeah, it just suddenly cuts she, to her. She's on the boat. She's on the boat with the, Derek. The, and and she's the naked help- girls. Yeah, she's helping the other girls back onto the boat. Um, so some reason, like the girls she called douchebags and idiots at the start, she seems to be getting along with them now, even though they're not even talking to her. I don't understand no, what her. She's just there. It's yeah. weird. We and now cut it. to the kids. They're stuck on a small island. <laughs> they <laughs> never, never tied up the canoe, and it's now floating up into the so middle. So yeah, of there's the lake. an island in the middle of the lake. Mm-hmm. Um, that they're just stuck. The yeah. kayak is floated away. They're stuck. 
that's it. Cut away from the kids. We understand they're stuck on an island, which I don't think they're stuck on this island for the whole film now. Pretty much. Yeah, like you just forget about so them. So Laura, the little one, she starts treading water to try and call out to the other boats that are around, but they're like speedboats being dickheads, like drifting, and so they're not paying any attention. We get some more POV shots. This is a good one. This is a good one. So we get some more POV shots of her walking on the water. Um, and but she the fish steps... isn't like attacking. It's just watching her going yeah. along sideways. It's... Once again, the fish, why didn't you attack the girl? It's spying. She steps on a glass bottle, which looks amazing as well. Like, And she immediately pulls her foot up. The blood starts attracting piranhas. And she, so we, once again, we get this like fast-paced, POV shot heading up to her. She gets out of the water just, just in, in time. Just in time. But we finally get a look. This is the first time we get a look at the piranhas properly. Yep, we get to see the piranha close up. It's like a big, a, an elongated version of a piranha. It's got more spines than a piranha, almost like an angelfish mm-hmm. or an anglerfish. It's kind of like a cross between an angler and a piranha. It's not a real piranha, no. as in like, this isn't the piranhas we know. No. Piranhas are tiny. They're, They're only very like, small, yeah. This is a big one. This is as big as... Uh, Salmon? No. Yeah, salmon. <laughs> Sam, I don't know. How big, big is a tuna? A, a, a rainbow trout. <laughs> definitely. How yeah. many fish can we name? I know lots. Uh, it's definitely it's about the size of a rainbow trout. Right. Sure. We'll, we'll give it that. Um, anyhow. That's and it. That's she it. gets out. It. It's I, fine. I, I thought it's CG. Um, it's a CG fish. It's moving CG. But yeah. It's true. It, I would like to point out as well that it's not all CG fish. There are a lot of practical effects still. They did use I a lot the of puppetry. swarming effects looked really good a lot mm. of the time. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, we cut to um, we cut to the cop and Parks and Rec and they're on a boat. Yep. Um, and he's explaining uh, about the quake and the lake that has now opened up underneath. So he, they're theorizing that because of this huge thing, there is now something that's they've under some, there. They've got some divers there. Yep. So his crew are gearing up. They're going to go for a dive and explore. And she sort of, sort of gives them sort of this indication that, look, because of all the trash in the lake built up over previous spring breaks, there might be low visibility. So just keep an eye out. Um, the divers start their descent into the lake and they're talking about 200 feet down before they can they, get... And they're wowed. Through they're like, the oh, oh my God, this is amazing. This is, there's a hole here. This is bigger than we thought. This is amazing. You have to see this. And they just say that constantly for this whole scene. Yeah, it's awesome. So they're still talking like we're 200 feet down. There's still clear visibility. Um, you know, we can still contact the boat. This is even better as well. Yeah. Um, and then they go deeper. They're like, we can keep going. Yep. And so they, they find go- the entrance to this new lake and they head in. So they're like, it is immediately dropped to about 30 degrees cooler. And they're like, let's split up. Because <laughs> yeah, that's what you do. Um, so the male diver enters the cave and the camera pans out to reveal this vast cavern. It is, it is fucking massive. Um, it's like it's a all whole... underwater though. There's no yeah. air, so no. it's like a, it's just like a, yeah, an underwater cave. It's a proper dive, but like a huge area and almost like its own ecosystem. Pretty much, and it is filled with fish eggs. We get a CG egg float up to the mm-hmm. screen. We can see it's little. Actually, I thought that was something different. It looked like it had legs and stuff in that one. I was like, is this a? Is there going to be another thing like the piranhas are just a? But no, it was just I, yeah. weird. Because he kind of knocks a couple off accidentally. He's sort of kicks them off and that's really cool that was another one of the 3d moments that there was um it's just like this baby piranha embryo kind of thing Um, and he goes off to investigate the eggs and as As i said he is separated at this time one of them is kind of like weighted at the entrance of the cave but they're connected to a cable to each other yeah i must mention that they are tethered to the boat tethered to the boat yeah yeah. right it's on string 
Yeah, so he's investigating the eggs. He takes off his gloves and he's like touching them. And he's immediately, very quickly, bitten by something. Nipped. Nipped, yeah. it was. It's like lightning fast. And he um, turns around. He's like, radios to the boat. He's like, something's bitten me. He immediately turns, lights a flare. And we see that this cavern is now full of piranhas and they are at him. The best part was that they were just waiting for the reveal. Yeah. <laughs> but they, like, oh, no, he can see us. Yeah, they were all waiting there, watching him. And as soon as he lit the flare, they're all like, "Uh oh!" Yeah, they froze. Let's all, yeah, (gasps) no, they were just waiting for this prime moment. These fish really know how to. uh, Anyhow, they start eating him. They attack him. We get our first kind of like good view of like a a swarm attack. Mm -hmm. And his line pulls hard and then immediately goes limp. Yeah. And we see the this shoal heading straight towards the female diver. Um, at the entrance of the cave, she turns and she's trying to beeline it back. And as she's doing it, it's like she's like swimming for her life, literally. And they're just attacking at her. They're they're biting her and they're basically like just picking her to pieces. Um, she gets to the, I think, as she's doing this as well, like you get this eyeball float down um, yeah, no, in no. front of the camera and then it sort of nips it up. Yeah, so um, her eye's been plucked out. I, that's at least fish. They couldn't really do some surgical uh, things in this film like, later on. There's just yeah. like, how did a fish do that? But, yeah, cool, why not? Yeah, right. Um, anyhow, Parks and Rec, he's like, something's wrong. I've got to take my shirt off. And he does. He takes his shirt off. He he's gets very on, into a, 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 a wetsuit. Mm-hmm. He jumps in to save her. He like, Yeah, well, he basically immediately jumps in and helps pull her back like, into the boat. Because she's swimming to the surface while getting nitpicked by these fish. Yep. So he gets they get her into the boat and he um we wait in anticipation as this POV so leads he, up to he him. Gra- he grabs her. Yep. So he, yeah, so he's yep. got her. She's out of the boat. His legs are still in there. Uh, what's going to happen to him? And he's struggling to get in the boat. Don't worry, guys. He makes it. He's he in makes the boat. It. Parks it's and Rec's feet are fine. Anyway, he... he the diver's now on the boat. Like she's like, this looks good. Though. Yeah, because it, the sheriff it, it, screams. It's kind of not showing it. It's like you know, the, the camera's not showing like the, the, the diver down there. Mm. And then we get it. We have a look there, and we see she's all fucked up. Yeah. So her arms have been eaten down to the bone. Her legs have been uh, gnawed away to the point where it's just visible muscle. Muscle. She has no face. Um, and then there to is... To the corpse. She's it, dead. It's a corpse. But it one of them is cold. still holding onto her yep. and it's in the boat. There is now piranha flopping about in the boat. Floppy, floppy, floppy. Flopping. And now, now we... Uh, and that's the end of that scene. Now we cut to the uh, the Brains Trust boat, which is what I've called it. <laughs> Oh, I like this. That's the group. I call them the Brains Trust. This is now where Derek is doing body shots of the ladies. He is so gross. So that's sliders. He plays this so well, I must say. Like, yeah, I was convinced. I hated him. Jerry O'Connell is... Made for this role. He He's fantastic as well. Like, he does this very well. And he's actually a huge Call of Duty player as well. Like, he... Slow blink. Yeah. <laughs> At that. Anyway. Anyhow, it's the wor- I've written the world's worst tequila scene. Oh, my God, yeah. It's just like the blonde girl, tequila drinks, you know. Yes. Yeah, and so then they- the other brown-haired girl comes up and drinks tequila off her and then they pash or some shit. Yeah, they start You know, ladies out. making out with ladies. We have the other guy behind her filming just yelling. Yeah. We have everyone yelling. I'm like, oh, what a sexy moment. It's gross. I'd also like to point out at this point that Jerry O'Connell is just wearing a pair of red Speedos and just a white sort of unbuttoned shirt. Why not? Just to make it just that, that little yeah, bit more Yeah, Speedos, worse. mate. Like, why would anyone wear Speedos? Yep. 
the, um, the lovely British girl, she comes out and she kind of starts suggesting that Jake and Kelly start doing body shots. And Kelly's all like, And she's sure. like, mm, yeah, okay. And it, it, this is where it starts to get awkward. Um, so, you know, they do the paw, the whatever. And I must say, like, I don't know if you noticed, but Jake's tongue game is weak. Like, if he was actually going to be pleasuring a woman, it's not going to happen anytime I soon. I didn't even care. Hey, I was just like going... It's so gross. She just I, before... If someone said to me, do you want to do a tequila shot off my belly? I'd be like, no. No. That would just burn my nose. <laughs> um, and, you know, I prefer to take it with, like, at, you know, out of a glass. Yeah. And then maybe have sex later. <laughs> I don't know. Or, you know, like, how about, um, you know, maybe not waste all of my tequila. Yeah, because the amount that goes into and a you, belly you, button. You drink the tequila, you lick the salt up their body, yeah. and then you kiss the lemon out of their mouth yeah. or the lime. Um, Jake does this in the most cringe manner. Like, it's, I don't know if it's trying to be a sexy scene or it's trying to weak. Sh- he's, he's weak. Yeah, yeah, you don't like his tongue game. No. Well, he, he's supporting a massive neck. He, and he was horizontal. He might <laughs> he be, is. like, straining from that. Um, he gets up to, you know, to kiss Kelly, to kiss the, what is it? The, the lime, lime out of her mouth. And, of course, Kelly pushes him away and runs and vomits off the side of the boat from her two champagnes that she's had. Like, Champagne's gross. Yeah, um, but it never showed her party. Anyway, no. so for the character that I was paying out these girls a second ago, she's just becoming one of them. And I'm like, no, I don't like any of you people. No, I feel that this is this is kind of, I don't even want to say it's like a cautionary tale of this is what happens when women drink because I think that that's it, such ne- a negative thing. I think this is how... Certain producers envision women like if you have yeah. a couple of drinks, you're ready to do whatever. Yeah, it was. It's just, I don't know. No. Anyhow, that's the end of that scene. Now we cut to my favorite scene. Oh yes. Oh, not my favorite. Yeah. We I, get I, we get this bashing at the door. It's the sheriff calling out for a Dr. Goodman, and what we see is we see Christopher Lloyd walking out frantically, doing up his and robe. If you don't know who Christopher Lloyd is. He's Doc Brown from yep. Practice Future, who I just called Doc Brown. That's fine. Um, and he's, you know, he's like, the store is closed, the store is closed. And he opens the shutter to see it's the sheriff. They bring in this absolutely heavy bucket. And he's a fish scientist. You can own, you don't know what he is. He has a room, they walk into a room full of aquariums and and science objects and stuff like that. And just like, and I'm like, what is it? This small town uh, fish scientist? Yeah. Sure. It it could be a place where... So, obviously, at the beginning of the film, this would used to be a dig site for something amazing. He's probably that scientist that never oh, he's there. He's the expert. We love yeah, an expert. He's the doomsayer, and I love it. He's the ex- No, he's not the doomsayer. He's the expert. He's the poltergeist lady coming <laughs> in. He's, tell- he's to tell them what they have to do That's and right. what they're dealing with. He's the yeah. expert. I, yes. I love a good expert. Oh, yeah. It's one of my favorite. That's like who I would want to be in a horror film. Yeah. Like I want to be that. That's my life mission. Anyhow, he, they put their, they've got this bucket with the piranha that was like pulled up on the corpse. Mm-hmm. Corpse. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, they pour it into a uh, a big empty aquarium and we get to see it. And he's like, looks at it and he's like, you know. Straight away, we're like, yeah, that's not a normal piranha. Yeah, it's like <laughs> this 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 species of piranha vanished two million years ago, and he immediately like goes out and pulls out a fossil, fossil that he has. Um, and he's like, they used to swim up and down the Colorado River, so he's kind of putting it all together as to why they could possibly be there. And then they just is, say, 
This is where Adam Scott, Parks and Rec, he starts to state that they discovered a subterranean leak through a rift caused by the quake. And he's like, but how could they have possibly survived for all those years under the lake? And he's like, cannibalism. They ate each other. They Only the strongest other. survived. Um, and he immediately goes to put his fingers in and it flies at him so fast. And he starts to say, he's like, piranhas hunt in packs, not for protection, but for overwhelming force. They're organized, methodical. The first bite draws blood. They do blood. taxes. They, they, they do. organize gigs and shows. <laughs> they know when to attack. Exactly. They know, they're organized. They're all about they're timing. thinking. Exactly. So basically this scene is just to instill that we're dealing with two million year old dinosaur piranhas. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and he's and they're like, well, what do we what do we do to stop them? And he's like, you know, they are fit. They're still fish. You can catch them or kill them. But if you're telling me that there are thousands, I would have started yesterday. Yeah. So we're basically under the impression that they're fucked. And there you go. And That's they're what's... a day out of organization because <laughs> these fish can organize. These fish shit. are more organized than you. How does that make you feel? They've probably already organized, like you know, I don't know. They've got a bake sale happening. Exactly. They're Something they're like raising that. funds. A fair. Yeah, they've made. They've already made their toffee in 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 cup cupcake <laughs> things. They, they're already there. Ooh. Anyhow, these fish are organised. Anyhow, we cut to um, this was like we got the brains trust boat, but we've also got another boat now that's there, and there's a girl parasailing with no top on. Yeah, so we get that amazing Wilhelm scream, and there is a topless parasailer. She is actually an adult star. She has um, big boobs. She does, and there are a bunch of dude bros. Hooting and hollering, and Jake is somehow. I was now really confused filming. on what was going on here. I'm like, where? Who are these dude bros that keep? Where are they? Yeah, I'm not 100 they, percent sure. They're just there in the shot, and I can only assume that they're on the boat that's pulling the parasailer. Mm-hmm. But it was very confusing because, like, it just cuts between the brain trust boat and and I thought the girl was parasailing off the brains trust boat. No, so. Simultaneously, while this is happening, Derek is doing lines of cocaine. Kelly's oh, yeah, vomiting. now the drug use has come in, yeah. so we, and he's like, he looks like a, gr- a gross count. Yeah, so Kelly's vomiting in the toilet. Jake's filming this parasailing thing, yeah, but then immediately the notices through the Zoom that his brother and sister are stuck on an island, which is actually very close to where they are. Sure, why not? So, yeah. So, yeah, and then we get Sliders, basically, he goes, i got to pick up my brother and sister. Sliders, like, turns into, like, Coke idiot. Yeah. Like, Coke, you know, the the, the on-edge, coked-up, threatening dude to him. He's like, what the fuck do you He's, he's like, like, you're missing my shirt. I'm just going to miss well, my shirt. Pretty, I, I, I was convinced, like, that yeah. he was one of those people. I've met people like that before, and, yeah, he's gross. Yes. Um. Then uh, Jake just drops the little, the, the truth bomb. He's like, my mum's the sheriff of the town. And everyone's yeah. like, oh. We're all, we're all gross cunts. <laughs> and we he, he kind be... of immediately just sort of like, he's like, well, we best go get your brother and sister then, right? Which I didn't think would have worked. He just would have gone, if, if he was a coke out dude, he just would have gone, who gives a fucking shit? Now yeah. you're on my boat, get fucked. Yeah, That's I was what like, I'll kick re- you re- off anyhow, my boat. anyhow, we need an excuse to go get the kids. Yeah. They go, they go off to pick them up. Yeah. Meanwhile. The boobs are hitting the water. The parasailing boobs are Flipping on the water. And uh, the piranha are now tra- they're trailing very fast behind her. And she starts screaming. 
and blood starts pouring out. So the, the boat sort of slows down to a point where she now goes into the water completely and she's screaming and they're like, what the fuck? So they start to accelerate. And it's the food coloring that hap- hap- has got her again. Yep. The red food coloring. Um, so they accelerate. She is pulled out of the water and she is missing the entire lower part of her body. It's still pretty good. This I does assume look it's really be- cool. She's just- now out of a career. Oh, that's true. I assume that that was just like a big dummy on there. Like, that just made a whole corpse. I'd say yeah. so, yeah. Because, like, yeah, there was no... They probably just, like, made a top half of her kind of mannequin, not mannequin, yeah. like, prosthetic. Anyway. Anyway, it's a practical effect. It looks yeah. great. She's... She flops around. The, the dude bro's like, ooh. Yep, and that's the end of that chapter. And we then... now get more Spring Break shenanigans oh, and a very dude bro Eli Roth screaming about titties. Um, he does this so well. He plays a cretin very well. He's spraying women down while all this is the... on the barge. Yes, yeah, yeah, so they're like on a, this barge. A floating stage. Yeah, it's the wet thing. and wild competition that they, the brains trust, were meant to be at about an hour ago. Yeah, and they're getting angry. Yeah, yeah that's what the coat do. They're, we're missing out on the the wet t-shirt contest yeah. to go pick up your sisters. So you know, Eli Roth, he's he's spraying the women down. He's you know, so we're getting a lot of very, very gratuitous like boob and ass shots here and. Yeah. Just dudes hooting and yelling, but the weird thing is, like, all these women are in the crowd, also going, "Yeah!" yeah and I'm so, like, I don't get. But this all these culture. women in the crowd, if you're looking at them all, you've got them like screaming and calling out, but then they're also a bunch of them like dancing and grinding up on each other. And this is like, I don't want to say that they ham this up. I imagine this is what Spring Break would actually be. I just can't imagine and what and it goes through any. I mean, I know it's going through the dudes' minds. They yeah. just don't want to plow the babes, but like the girls are like, what? Am I just old? And uh, I just don't get it. I'm I just don't, like, no, I like, I unfortunately feel that this is a lot of the mentality of like, well, this is how guys will like me. Yeah. And I hate that because women, you do you. You're great. Anyway. <laughs> Anyhow, the cops come in. They're like, they realize what's going on now. The cops are like, shit, we got. Two million year old piranhas. Sheriff's on the phone. She's like, I need the Coast Guard. I need the National Guard. No Anyone one you want to deploy. No one comes. Um, so, yeah, they start on their little boat just trying, you know, it's like the loudest party ever. They're trying to yell out, go like, like get, everybody get out, out of the lake. water. And they're like, fuck you, cops, you're a piece of pigs. And all this shit. And uh, it's not working. Anyhow, then we get Marcel Wallace. He grabs his gun. He shoots yeah. it into the air a couple of times. And he tells the dickheads to get get to the shore, you dickheads. Anyhow, they ignore him. And they're just all like, no, nah, man, not only are we not going to go to shore. Because no one's in the water at the moment. They're just all no. standing on boats and dancing. Yeah. Like, they're like, not only are we not going to go to the shore, we're all going to jump in the water. Yeah. Yeah. No like, rules. Pepsi generation. You're all going to die. Anyhow. Um, yeah. So we get all these like disgusting shots of everyone sort of jumping the DJ into the lake. puts back the beach yeah. back on. The, He's hard, like the hard drop of everyone. Well, we asked ourselves a lot. Like, when will the bass drop? Now. Yeah. Drop now. Anyhow. But it doesn't. Then it is cut back to uh, the Jake and the Brains Trust gang, and and they've picked up the kids. That's it. Yep. They're so they picked up the 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 kids, and the boat starts to speed off. But Jake warns about the rocks. He's like, you got to be very careful around the shallow area because there are rocks. There's stuff that can tangle the thing. But sliders don't give no they shit. They don't listen. And uh, so we've got the kids downstairs drinking water. And they see the piranhas start swimming under the glass. Yeah, they're so in the glass. So we that, know that the, the piranhas, their timing is uh, impeccable. They're coming for it. The boat pulls to a stop. They are stuck. They're, they're, they're stuck on the rocks or there's something caught on the propeller. But no, they're caught in the weed. No, they're no. caught in a whole bunch of 
seaweed. I caught in a trap. Lakeweed. Yeah. <laughs> lakeweed. Uh, Derek immediately, he starts yelling. He's just being an absolute drunk asshole at this point because he's like, starts just swigging on alcohol. He starts, he starts yelling. Coke at Jake. drinking. Like, yeah, yeah the he's, pa- the you know, pa- he's got the, the, the bottle by the, the neck and he's swigging at that. He's, he's like, got to keep this party vibe happening. <laughs> party vibe. Party vibe. Um, he starts yelling at Jake and then immediately um, attacks Jake, starts kind of strangling him, then pushes Paul Shearer away and starts taking control of the boat. He's out. like, nah, I can know how to get get out, you know. At, but full, he actually does product. get out <laughs> later. But, I know. Uh, he was right. This is what happens when you just... You know, go full force. Yeah, he's this guy going back and forth, smashing the boat back and forth, trying to get out of this weed. Yup. Um, cut, cut to mum. She's, she's still trying to get everyone out of the water. No one is listening, which is fine because all them thousands of piranha starts rocking up, which means it's about to be a bloodbath up in here. Yeah, excellent, excellent. And now, the, the, the piranhas... They start to attack everyone. They do. Finally, they're like, I'm not going to hang back. Well, no, they were just like, well, why would I want to snack on one person when so I can got, snack on thousands? We've got about 200 people in this scene. It's supposed to be around oh, it's three, a lot. It's 300 a, people. A lot and this people. is like, is this their big, is this the big scene? Yeah. This is the big scene. This is the big scene. This is the scene I feel that it, the movie should have started with. This mm. At this point, I hated the film. And this, this, by the end of this scene, I was like, this is why people like this film. For this scene. Sure. So this is basically a brain dead style, like, gore carnage fest. Yeah. Every, like, you know, they can do whatever they want because there's so many disposable cannon fodder douchebags in this scene that they can go. And they and I've written the the piranhas, the piranhas attack all the dickheads. The world is a better place now. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So I mean, everyone is literally being picked to bones. There's so much panic. Everyone's trying to get out of the water. People are, you know, you get all these like really but cool close still- up shots of like piranhas picking the the flesh off of faces in the water. Um, it's still not swarms. though. It, it really kind of. It's still not their full on gore moment yet. It kind of no. like so everyone now is just panicking to get out of the water. There, there's yep. some gore happening. But it's kind of the same the same level of gore as we've seen so far in the film. There's some yeah, gore coming up. But then all the dickheads, they all get on. They all start to get up on the floating stage, yeah. you know, to get out of the water. And, of course, what happens? Too many dickheads on one side. They all gr- climb up onto the ra- it, like Obviously, it starts to, you know, overweight itself and it slowly falls back down. Yeah, it starts to topple, which means that people start falling off it like it's the Titanic as yeah, well. Yeah. There was a couple of those scenes. But there's also like some like, you know. It's sparks it's, cause wiring. Sparks wiring because there's uh, big steel cables holding it. They get tension and they snap and mm-hmm. it flings these cables out. Uh, big fucking cables oh, yeah. at, at mega speed. And, of course, it hits two girls. And then we, this is kind of like the start of the gore scene. Yeah. This is where it all starts. and. We see a line on this girl's chest, and then we see her top half like start to slowly slide, slide down. off. And I'm like, oh, it's like ghost shit. Remember that starting? Yes, <laughs> that was great starting. She was actually another adult film star that that they did that to as well. Um, but this looked kind of this looked okay. There was like a couple of moments where she dropped that I'm like, oh, that's not some good rendering. But that's fine. That's fine. That's fine. I'm I have no yeah, cares. So, so this is a mixture now of a carnage scene of between CG and practical effects. Yeah. Sh- Sheriff, stuff. Ving Rhames, Adam, they're grabbing shotguns. Yeah, they're got shotguns. They're, they're grabbing shotguns. Everyone has a shotgun. Fucking Cuts Parks and Rec jumps onto a jet ski with a <gasps> shotgun. Well, he, he fucking hero flies off the boat, grabs onto one of the railings, 
and he kind of does like that full jump and then he jumps onto a jet ski and like this scientist is boss yeah and he just yeah he's on a jet ski and he starts rescuing people while simultaneously shooting, shooting pirata- fucking piranhas piranha out of the water I'm, like, <sighs> I'm pretty sure that won't work but sure i'm, I'm down with that oh, it's uh, so he, good. And just, he shoots fish <laughs> um we get this really cool fucking scene and eli roth he's in the water and as a boat is heading towards him you just see this like shocked look on his face and the boat hits him decapitates him and his head goes sort of flying over and there is just blood looking everywhere. It fucking looks sick. Yeah, and then the I cop doesn't this. have a weapon. She uses her taser to taser some fish. Yeah, she She fires her taser in the ground and blows one fish up <laughs> out of the Well, fat. they're all kind of stunned. They're like, oh, shit. So, yeah. Um, and then um, we get the, uh, the well, one of the best scenes. Some guy decides that he is just going to bail. Uh, well, this is the dickhead boyfriend. Oh, is that the dickhead boyfriend? This is the dickhead boyfriend. Yeah, he basically just, he starts, he jumps in a boat. He goes into a motorboat, which yeah. is like a little, you know, a tinny with a, a, an outboard motor on it. Yeah. yeah. And he, rather than saving the people around him, he's just trying to get out of whatever's happening now. So he's and just, he's just running over people. all these people, yeah, in the, in the water. He's just running into them. We get to see him, like, it starts to chunk over. Yeah. And they, they, they have used a lot, a lot of, like, of blood in this thunk. thing. And there's just all of a sudden blood, thunk, blood. We see it actually go over a couple of Yeah, there, he's like, like running over people. He's just, and at and some the, point as well, he gets stuck. Yeah, the motorbike just conks out because they do that. Conks out because he I is. I was fine with that. Well, it conks out because he is stuck. A girl's hair has gone through the propeller and is stuck She's not propeller. dead. She's just like, yeah. She's oh, not dead. She's like, like, my hair, is- my hair. And he's like, fuck off, everyone. Get away from my boat. I'm a selfish boyfriend. Yeah, so at this point, he could have like, if anyone had a knife, could have just cut her hair loose. But no, he's not doing any of that. He's just trying to restart the boat. Yep. So people are starting to clamor onto the boat. They're trying to get out of the and water. All these and people that are going. in the water have like full-on flesh wound makeup happening. Yes. People have arms missing. There is like when he stops the boat. There's like there's like twenty floating limbs. Like yeah. piranhas don't pull your limbs off. But we're down. It's like these piranhas also have chainsaws. Yeah, I would watch that. You oh would. my god! But piranhas with chainsaws. Yes. The movie. Yes. Anyhow, um, he eventually does start. This uh, the outboard motor with the yeah. girl's hair stuck in it, and this was actually one of the best effects in the film. Yeah, it starts good. up, catches her hair, and rips her face off. Yeah, so not only does it scalp her, it basically rips her face just very clean off too. It doesn't matter. It's kind of like when you're wearing one of those like moisturizing masks and you pull it off. Yeah. It just rips her whole. It was fucking very Peter Jackson. Off. It was very brain dead, very bad take. Her eyes are animatronically moving under. Yeah. I don't even know if it, I don't think it was CG. I think. What made this scene sure. good is because they're all in water mm. and the water's all blood and it's shit flushing everywhere, you can't see it covers up any, like, shitty gore effects. Yeah. So, like, yeah, you could just do that and, like, they pull it off, the blood comes out, it goes into the water. And then I wrote in capital letters, I had to sit through an hour of this shit film before this good scene started. <laughs> I was like, no. <sighs> You dickheads. Oh, my God. So, and this is a long scene. This is like... This, this goes on for quite a while, which this, is fantastic. And thankfully for us, this fucking dickhead, too many people have climbed onto the boat, so it immediately capsizes. He goes in the water. Enjoy your fucking death trap, dickhead. Enjoy your... Yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, back at the Brains Trust... The Brains Trust boat. <laughs> yep. They're still trying to just back and forward off the weed. Yep. He, so he immediately just... 
They yeah, do. He, 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 he does. He gets it out, okay. but immediately crashes into the rocks. Which he was told which not. Which cracks the glass. The bottom. glass. Yep. And now, so water pours, starts pouring into the boat where the little kids are. Yeah. Kelly is down with them as well in the hull. Yes. Uh, she, the force of the rocks, knocks her over and knocks her out. So mm-hmm. she's unconscious. Yeah. I don't know why the kids just didn't run out of the hull because they were on the other side where the door was. They do. Oh, no, they don't run out, do they? <laughs> no, no, they don't. Fucking hell. Derek um, and one of the blonde girls, not the Brit girl, but another one of the blonde girls, they go into the water and this girl is immediately. Because they're fourth of the rock, yeah. Yep. She's immediately being attacked and eaten by piranha. But, but, but fucking He's sliders not. isn't. I don't really. It, it was like he was using her as a human shield. He kind of like, was because he was at one point, yeah, she's like. But he's, there are fish are everywhere, know, and right? there's thousands of them. Yeah, it's so he fun. somehow and na- narrowly avoids all the fish by not having a period. I don't know, like <laughs> he wasn't bleeding or something. I- um, but this is really cool as well because she's there and he's just watching her being picked bits, and she starts screaming. And as she is screaming, you see a piranha just start making its way. Out of her mouth. Yes, yeah, so it's gone all in her guts and out. Yeah, it was pretty good. Yeah, that looked really cool. It's still cool. CG though, but I did like the amount of gloop that came yeah, out of like her mouth. Yeah, like a lot of floaty gloop. Floaty gloop. And he's just like under the water. He's like, holy shit. He actually says that like, holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> like, and I'm like, oh, that's funny. Yep. Uh, anyhow, the kids just walk out the hole because they can. Yeah. They go and tell uh, uh, Jake that Kelly's trapped in the hole. Yeah, so they get up and she's, she's trapped down there. And they're like, it's fine. I'll, I'll get you through the skylight. So he's going to go. So she to the can't top get out because the hole's filling up, and she can see the yeah, pra- the piranha. Are there. She doesn't know about the piranhas at this stage. Why would she even care about them? To her, they yeah. would just be fish. She yeah. would just jump in and try oh, to God, get there's out. There's so many fish here. That's really cool. Like, yeah, no. there's no reason for her to be scared of the piranhas. So I don't know why she was scared at this point. It's like she's read the script. <laughs> um, How dare she! Um, Derek, he's now, he's reached the top of the surface of the water and he's, he starts screaming and he's like, get me out of the fucking and boat. And the, 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 the food coloring attacks Derek. Yep. The lovely brick girl, she's there and she's trying to use an oar to pull him back into the boat and he finally grabs it and she is able to just no must, no fuss, just lift him out of the water, which is really cool because she's really strong. Nope. He's missing his fucking legs. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And, and uh, this is a this is a great shot. They've obviously cut his top half of his body into the boat as yes. the effect, and they've just got a fake, uh, very Peter Jackson style. Yep. Bottom of his body, which is very like this exact scene reminded me of Brain Dead, where the guy gets pulled through the yeah. the thing, and it's just skeleton legs. Um, everyone's kind of look like the brick girl and Jake. Yeah. Uh, uh, he he makes the kids not look at it. Yeah. So he's like spitting there and coughing up blood. His his legs. It was kind bones. of a reveal. We don't see it for a long time. Yeah. Like, we still don't know at this point what is happening. Yeah. Like, what's wrong with him? And then we get, <laughs> Jake walks over, we get the reveal. It shows that he's just like, his whole, from his hips down, are just skeleton. He looks at Jake and he goes, they took my penis. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, then we get the, we got it. Wang alert. We 2021 do. 2021 This is the first Wang, wang watch. Of, first Wang. First Wang watch? I think. First of Wang 2021? of 2021, yeah. We get a floating shot of his Wang just floating through the water. Full screen. <laughs> yeah. 3D. Yep. Um, we have a, two piranhas come up and grab it. They fight tug a wall with it. One wins, gobbles it up. Then for some reason comes back up to the camera and vomits it back into our face and we get a mashed up Wang Yeah, float. so it's like a bite has been taken out of it and it's clearly such a disgustingly tasting dick that not even the piranhas will suck it. <laughs> Coughed <laughs> up a Wang. Gross. Um, 
This shot's great. I'm like, how can I put this all over our social media without it being taken Just blur it. Just pixelate it. <laughs> uh, well, it was just a, a total CG shot. Like, yeah. they could have made that whenever they wanted. That's fine. It almost that's could fine. have been an afterthought and it would have been fine. Anyhow, that's it. We get a gratuitous Wang, uh, Wang, Wang Watch 2021. I know. I'm so Wang excited. Wang Watch 2021. Anyhow, um, where we cut back to the lake. Total yep. carnage. Um, you know... So this is kind of like the fish have now given up and now it's kind of like the car- the aftermath carnage scene. There's no more attacks happening. Yeah, so at this point we get to see a lot of the sort of like it, the, the fish are sort of no longer attacking. So it, they're trying to get everyone out. So they're trying to – there's two guys. They're trying to help this poor girl yeah, out. Yeah, one's so holding her by the uh, shoulders, one's holding her by the legs. And she just falls in half. She just falls half. to pieces. There is a cop- like, well, How did that happen? What the fish – I don't they, know. They I, must have had a chainsaw. Who and knows? that's a great shot. I don't, it looks I'm, I'm good. I'm still trying to work out how they did that. Mm. So they have gone, because that was practical. Mate, I reckon it was a bit of practical um, with the compositing over it. I reckon yep. that was just her green screened out and I'd then the so. gore put on the bottom. It looks good. Um, so one of the guys that's holding her bottom part, he kind of like stumbles over and he's like, oh, which also looks really Missing cool. Missing leg amputee scene. I'm pretty sure that was an amputee. Yeah. Um, yeah, because they have like, a whole bunch of, like, missing leg people that are rolling around, like, well, back there's also forth. a cop, and he's, like, helping another cop out, but in him helping the cop out, his leg's been eaten, so he's basically trying to walk on a skeleton leg, which looks really cool, and he kind of falls to the ground, and he's, like, rolling around, but his leg still kind of, like... And they're kind of in the shallows now yeah. of this lake, because, you know, this lake has every water terrain it possibly can. Yeah. Um, and we got Marcel Wallace, the cop. He's just like, fuck this shit. I'm going to um, go full brain dead. Yes. Pull an outboard motor off of a boat and use it as a weapon against the fish, which I was like, this isn't going to work because it wouldn't. But fine. Um, so now angry. we have Marcel Wallace in the water. with a, He does this full-on in-your-face 3D shot of him starting up the the, yep. the, the outboard motor, which is he starts mowing the fish down. I can only assume that they're getting sucked into the, the propeller because they're not attacking so. him, or are they? I couldn't really tell. They, they are. are. Is he slowly getting eaten and it's going down? Yeah, that's why he's going down. Yeah, so you just wouldn't fall over. So he's attacking. He's taking out a shitload of these fish. They're getting all mashed up, like, you know, um, but he's slowly getting eaten, just slowly just yeah. going down into the water like he's sinking. Yeah, because the, the final sort of shot is of him and it, it's still he's going, but he's kind of holding it to sort of, we sort of get the impression that he has now died doing this. Um, I would like to just spoil it for you. He has not died because he returns for the sequel, Piranha 3 Double D. Does he have robotic legs like he Darth Maul? He has no legs. Uh, he has no um, legs. So now the carnage is over. Yeah, it's quiet. The fish have decided that they don't want to eat the rest of the people. Well, they're full. They've eaten a lot of dude bros. They're feeling a I bit drunk. I feel piranhas drunk. don't get full if there's thousands of yeah. them, as they keep mentioning. Yeah. Anyhow, the fish have just stopped. They're like, hang on, I can sense one or two people out in the middle of the uh, lake 25Ks. Like, we better go to there instead of the 500 people that are in the lake. That's right. There's shots of floating dead people everywhere. There's people like, like lounging on boats with like their limbs half off, people with bits out of their faces, mm-hmm. eyeballs out. There is like the most amount of blood I've ever seen. I can more blood than brain dead. This is sick. This, this The whole thing looks great. Like, there's uh, millions of boats. They're all covered in blood. Mm-hmm. It's like every boat they've like dumped like 100 fucking litres of water all over just the boat. Yeah. Um, the whole fucking lake is red with blood. Corpses, legs, arms. It reminded me of like the style of a 
Remind me of that. What was that one you watched with the the killer water slide? Aqua Slash. Yeah, like it's got one good scene. Yeah. Like then this is the one good scene in in Aqua Slash was terrible. Um, I also like in in films like this. I like to to watch the extras. Like I always like to see what the oh, extras yeah, are kind of doing as making. well. Yeah, so like a lot of like oh. there was this one dude because th- sometimes there's just some random ones doing strange things. There was one dude sort of like in the back of the boat and he was just like, "Oh, this is my time to shine," and he's just like well, convulsing and he's just like. I did notice that um, back when when uh, sliders he got killed. There's a shot of him like his you know his whole body like mashed on the ground. We have Jake looking shocked, but the brown haired English girl just walks off. Yeah. In the background of the shot, just super casually, like she doesn't know she's on footage. Yeah. And like, and just, well, it's just a casual walk, but she should be traumatized and screaming, but she's just like sexy walking yeah. off. Like, and I'm like That's cool. I don't think she, they, she knew she was on, on, on shot there. <laughs> I'm okay with that. Um, so Jake calls his mum. That's mom. they're in trouble. What what do you got to do? Last resort, we call our mum. Yeah, and he's just like, it's like mum, drunken night. You've gone out to the city. You've drank too much. You're vomiting. Your friends have left you. You call your mum to pick you up. It's it's true. It's true. And he's like, mum, I like I went out on a boat. I wasn't paying attention. She's like, <sighs> fine. You know, she's like, just stay where you are. Stay on the boat. You'll be fine. And he's like, oh, mum, you don't understand. The boat's sinking. She's like. Fuck. Okay. So, so she parkours. Yeah, she parkours over some boats. Yeah, boats, floaties, r- wreckage on the ground. Like she basically runs across like floating stuff, like you know, Takeshi's Tark Castle style. <laughs> it's a knockout. Yep. <laughs> like, uh, doesn't fall in. Also, parks and wreck. He he, he just flies in. He does. Like Superman. He's just like, Hunk, I'm here. He's, I'm just in the boat now. He's like, I'm coming with you. Uh, and they head off. They head off to go save everyone because no one's left there to save now. Which is because they didn't save anyone else. Why would they? No. What I like about this as well is because there was a scene where they were getting to this particular spot because this particular spot is very beautiful. Blah 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 blah. And Derek's like, "Fucking, how long do we get there?" And Jake's like, "Not too far now." So it's quite a distance away. But the sheriff and Parks and Rec get there immediately. Yeah, I was. As I said, the, the lake. Changes it does. Oh, I'd watch that too. The like changing lake. Yeah, that would be great. Right Supernatural. Yeah. Um. Anyway, they find the boat. Yep. And they find the brains trust boat. And Mum and Parks and Rec they uh, throw a rope over to the other boat, and uh, Jake ties it to the hull. Parks and Rec move, moves his boat out to make it tight. Mm-hmm. And then mum, mum cop basically shimmies like cliffhanger style. Yeah, she, that's what I wrote. She cliffhangers over the boats. She cliffhangers upside down over the boats. Yeah. Piranhas circling underneath constantly. Yeah. The I don't know why this boat just didn't sink instantly. It's got a hole. The It's got like a four by four foot hole in the bottom of it. But it's kind of on the ground. Like where it is trapped on the rocks, the ground's kind of there. Yeah, so maybe I don't it's not think gonna... it's going to go that much further. Anyhow. Honestly. Kelly's still kind of like, you know, she's up on a bench now trying yep. to get away from the water, from the fish that she has uh, psychically worked out a, a bad for her. Um, yep. And then they're like. They start arguing. They're like, okay. He, and he's like, she's stuck. We've got to go get her. And, and she was going to leave her. She kind of was, but she was saying she's like, look. We need to get everyone off the boat. Once everyone else is off yeah, the boat safe. and safe, I will come back and get her. So, yeah. And, so the mum, uh, Jake goes, "Nah, fuck that shit. I'm gonna know, stay here." The in. needs of the many outweigh the needs of the few. Come on. Mm. So mum um, takes the kids uh, 
she decides to take the kids and the brains trust English girl. The Brit girl. The Brit girl. Uh, she goes first. Yep. Followed by the two kids and the mum. Yeah. The fish decide that they're going to the fish. What? <laughs> the piranhas decide that, oh, hang on. Why don't we just jump out the water and attack that big lady? Well, so what they do is they start sort of snapping. So they start sort of jumping out just a little bit, snapping at. But the silly thing that she did was she did not tie up her hair before she went in. So her hair's dangling. So as soon as one or two of them, and they're quite big fish, so they would be very heavy, they start grabbing. They've like grabbed attached to her hair. It's pulling her down. So once it starts doing that, it's just not happening. She loses balance. She sort of falls in. And that is that is the end well, of that. Well, you say... She comes back out though, and the fish are biting her face off. Yeah, this is like these. This is what I would consider to be one of those sort of unfair movie movie deaths. Like, yeah, she's survived this long. She's and she's not a bad character. She's not a bad person. Yeah, she is. She's she, a porn actress. That that is not a bad thing. She's a porn actress. You at, do you at a spring break? <laughs> yeah, okay. She's an adult that's gone to spring break. You're a bad person. <laughs> Yeah, I, you, I feel you, that this is an unfair movie death. She did not need to die. That's, yep. Um, but yeah, so once again, the sheriff's like, okay, kids, you got to like, whole ass, whole ass, you got to go. The rope's not going to hold much longer. They get on, it breaks, and the sheriff, she immediately sort of falls into the water, but it's fine. Parks and Rec, he's got this. He sturdies the boat. She kind of comes back up out of the water. And we she's, have flung her. Yeah, I would have been like, oh, shit. Um, and then, yeah. Yeah, and, they, and so they're great. Yeah. Now, um, Jake, the mum gets onto, onto Parks and Rec's boat. Jake decides to cut the rope. Mm-hmm. Good, good one, Jake. Yep. Um, and he ties it to himself. Yeah, so he unties it, ties it to himself, and he's basically like... I've got this. I'm gonna. I've got her into this mess. I'm gonna get her out. I'm gonna go save her. I don't her. need your help, right? Yeah. Anyhow, he grabs sliders, um, and ditches him off the side of the boat. Well, he goes to ditch him off the side of the boat, but he grabs his arm. He's still alive. Derek's still yeah, I, alive. I, I didn't hear what he said here. <laughs> so he starts. This is kind of a comical moment because he's like, he goes to say something, but he's kind of spitting blood, and Jake's just there, like, oh, oh, it's in his face, and he's just like. T-shirts, wet t-shirts. He's like, he still wants to go to this fucking wet t-shirt competition. Oh, okay, yeah. Anyhow, yeah. he dies. He dies. Jake throws him in the lake. As a lure to lure the fish away. Uh-huh. At this point, he could have just gone, uh, all the fish go away. He could have said to Kelly, go now, swim yeah. out. Yeah. And we'll pick you up and get her like, like, why didn't you just tell her to swim out? No. He well, ties he- a rope to himself, goes under there, grabs yeah. her, has some dynamite. Where did the dynamite come from? Well, they're not dynamite. It's flares. So there's oh, the like flare. a safety kit in the hull. So he basically... What's the radio tied to it for? I don't know. For flotation? For weight? I don't know. Anyhow, he ties a radio to a flare. As he's going underwater, he opens a whole bunch of propane tanks because we all know that's the only way to deal propane with Propane and propane accessories. Yeah. Um, and then he grabs her and he says... He, he, he tells his mum yeah, to, like... Yeah, he radios his mum and he's like, look, just wait 10 seconds and then Fucking drive. drive. So he's tied to the boat. Yeah. Anyhow, he, they go underwater. I don't know how he knew how long a flare was going to take to explode. He also from... wasted five of those seconds kissing her. Oh, yeah, they kiss. Yeah. Kelly and him kiss finally. And she's like, oh, this is so romantic. <laughs> and they're waiting and nothing's happening. 10 seconds have passed because 
the boat won't start. Parks and Rec, he's there and he's trying to start that boat, but it just won't. Won't start. Nothing's happening. The Piranhas are now. They're done. Like, They're making their way back. Back. But it's fine because the boat starts. The flares hit the gas, and there is a massive fucking explosion. But don't worry, Jake and Kelly, they're safe. They're, they're one meter ahead of the fish, which yeah. are chasing them. But for some reason, this explosion just kills all the piranhas. Like they just all explode. I'm like, yeah. I mean, I understand like dynamite fishing, how it works, but this is propane tanks. This is like I don't know. I don't even think propane tanks would explode underwater because they have that thing where people weld underwater, like fuel oh, tanks. I, that's a whole level of science that I do not understand. Anyway, I don't know if that would happen because we all know that once Jaws got blown up, every fish had to be blown up. Wow. Um, yeah. So they stop the boat and they, they bring them onto the boat. Everyone's okay. And they look out to see that all of the piranha are dead. For to the service. And um, it must have been every piranha. Yeah. Every- Thousands of them had left all those other meaty corpses and just gone for these one people. Yeah. It's fine because they saved the day. But... Doc Brown calls them. Doc Brown. He's like, we have a major problem. And he's like, nah, nah, no problem. We They've all got them. tiny dicks. He's like, the piranhas that killed those divers, the ones you're hunting for, they're not fully developed. They've underdeveloped uh, like, um, reproductive organs. He's like, like they're wait. babies. He's like, huh? And they're- this is also great because I, I like, this is where Adam Scott like parks and rec. He stands there and he goes, huh, babies. So where are the parents? Bam! Massive fucking piranha jumps out of the water and eats It him. wasn't actually that much bigger than the rest. It was just, it was like probably double the size. Yeah, it was more of the size of like I a, thought it was going to be like a monster coming out of the water like and eating the whole, uh, like jaws, the end, end half of the boat. Yeah. I thought that would have been a heat funnier That would have been cool. Anyhow. But it takes him and he is dead and that is the end Hard cut credits. to credits. It's just a joke ending. Fucking done. Done. That's the end of the film. That is. This is going to be our shortest episode yet. <laughs> um, so, final thoughts, Jen? Okay. So, I didn't write too many final thoughts. Neither did I. Also, I. <laughs> I also forgot. I'm like, how can you not like this film? So, yes, I agree. I'm not a huge fan of just how much TNA we got throughout this. How... I don't mind TNA. It's just, no, You need human. redeeming characters to bring it away from it. The, like they, it's like they started with these two characters, as in Jake and Kelly, but mm. then they just embraced spring break, they break are, culture. Well, he was always pissed off that he was there and not able to embrace it. That's all he wanted. He was just there to get his dick wet. And, and she, like, they started her as like the girl who's like, yeah, this is the girl you should kind of be with because mm. she's, yeah, she's anti all this crap shit, but she just ended up being it. Yeah. Like, she, the whole movie, she was just wearing a bikini. Like, if you don't like spring break, why'd you rock up in a bikini? Yeah. Like, like, like I like, th- I love this Not girl. saying you shouldn't be able to wear bikinis, no, but you do, you it just seemed like the, the characters were every, apart, those two main characters, yeah. apart from everyone else was their character. Yeah. The cop mum was wicked. Yeah. Parks and Rec was this, like, ridicu- he was ridiculous awesome. hero signers. Doc Brown was, like, you know, the expert. He was being himself. The fucking uh, Sliders was, like, the dodgy sleazebag. He did it so well. You hated him. And the cameraman was it. good. You know, the dude's always behind the... Ca- like, the porn cameraman yeah. is always the grossest dude. He, he was can't, the grossest. He can't sex with the babes. He no. might as well just be yeah. near them. He just wants to be there. The girls were, like, you know, fucking hot trash. Like, it, it, it worked. But, yeah, the main two characters, I, I just couldn't get... I didn't pin- care about them, them in any way, shape, or form. Um, but... We're talking gore. Gore's fantastic yeah. in this. You know, you've got, yes, the, the CG has not quite held up, but the practical effects are amazing. Well, I assume that if you watch it in 3D, the CG would be less 
confronting. Quite possibly. Like the C, uh, not CG, 3D. Mm. The 3D would be better, a kind of thing. I just think like the last 20 minutes of the film was an unbelievably good gore fest. Yes. Yeah, you can't, you can't, you can't fault its gore. Yeah. It had so many good thought out things. There was so much carnage and so many funny things. And it was all like those, every water what if it happened. You know, what if yeah. like you'd over over someone with a speedboat? What if, you know, all the urban legends of the girl getting her hair caught in yeah. the speedboat. Uh, all those things happen. Like what it's like to get run over by a speedboat. It's always speedboat stuff. Yeah. Um, all that happened, it was great. I just think, yeah, it was just like the... The other, the rest of the film was hot garbage and a massive waste of my time. Like I think a lot of the problem, because I mean, obviously, like the first five minutes of the film, a fantastic cameo, fantastic kind of, the great way to start the film. And yeah, I'm gonna start blaming the fucking Weinstein company because you know we saw what they did to Cursed, which was a terrible yeah. film because they stuck their dicks in it. You've got, you've probably got. They these literally people. probably stuck their dicks into these actresses. Oh my god! So someone needs to start like a what's the big lawsuit thing where there's a bunch of people that comes in. They could do that, and I feel that they probably this film could have been a little bit. It's probably more already gone. in all those lawsuits. It's probably, probably. already been been done. We just didn't hear about. It. The, um, I just feel like the spring break angle should have been in it. It yep. should have been at the start. We should have been given a massive... That gore scene could have been near the start of the film and I would have been hooked. Yep. And then all the spring breakers are dead and then it turns into a piranha film. Yeah. Like, it didn't ha- always... But what are you going to do that- with it if you've... once? So, okay, so you imagine you've done the whole thing. You've done this they- amazing big scene... Everything after that is not going to be. It's going to be a like bigger peaked. scene at the end, it's be, or bigger? at least a, a, a scene that had some a bunch of practical effects at the start, yeah. and then you're like, you realize, oh man, and then they have a ma- that massive one at the end. I don't know. It just needed like something to make me think that that big gore scene was going to happen and had the potential. I didn't feel at the start. It was so CG. I thought it was yeah. just going to be you know like a CG mess the whole way yeah. through. I was lucky if I, as I said, if I hadn't been watching this for the thing, I would have turned it off. Yeah. I would have missed that amazing scene. Which is so, because like we we caught up during the week, and you were on, the, I think your first attempt at it, yeah. and you were like, I fucking hate this film. I don't, I don't think I can get through this. You were really adamant. Like I kind of thought that you were going to message me, and be like, I can't do it. I just can't watch Anelli, this film. Second time, I was like, mm, <laughs> so I don't know. you know, but but you got through it. Like okay. I like this film. It's it again. I think I, the comedy missed the mark. I think it was very funny, and it was supposed to be funny. It was, yeah. and it was like, we haven't mentioned it. It's supposed to be a parody. Yes. To like all these films, but it didn't come off as a parody. It just yeah. came off as another one of those films. You had all these big actors coming in to do a parody of those like monster swarm movies, is mm. what we call them, whatever they are. Like, but it didn't come off as a parody. It just turned into one of them. Yeah, yeah, and I feel that a lot of that is part and parcel to the pro- production company as well. Um, I don't necessarily feel that Alexander Arja is a funny kind of guy. Like, all his films are very hard to sort of get through at times. There wasn't a rating that I could actually find for this film because I think that I gave it a B, which is a Beer and Chicken Wings movie, but mm-hmm. I actually think that's too good a rating for this film. Really? Yeah, I just think like, there should have been a new rating, which was just like, I don't know. Like, it was weird because it had... It was only one moment that made this film good. Like, yep. you don't even have to watch the whole rest of the film for that moment. And it's not like a, it's not like a, you know, a, a world-changing moment. It was just a good gore scene, yep. and that's all this film was. And, yeah, I don't know. 
No, it's just me. Right. I gave I, it a B. Beer and chicken wing group movie because it's the only way you could ever enjoy it is if you're drunk. That's fair. And Look, eating chicken to put yourself off. I have given this three ratings. This is a J. This is a Gen special. I like my aquatic horrors. I like the monster. I like the creature features. So this is great. This is fun and dumb. But you like don't like lizards, but you like alligator films. They're different. A lizard. A, there is not going to be an alligator potentially like hiding in my bed. There is. There could be a lizard in my bed. Yeah, it will be. I will make sure. No, thank you. Um, this movie is definitely fun and dumb, and I also gave it a B. It is. It is a beer and chicken wing group movie. Actually, fun and dumb. Yeah, it's more yeah. of a. It's more of an F. You a are not going to walk into this film and doing. But it's like, not fun. It says dumb. It is. Fun. It's just D. You are not going to walk in and do the the Lenny from The Simpsons, where you're like, mmm, and analyzing every aspect of this film as like a great. Oscar award-winning film. No, you're going to come into this mirror like, oh, I can see that bit where you see the moment where her eye falls out of the socket. That's great. That's that's that kind of film. All right. Next week is it my turn? It is. I'm going to choose uh, Dude Bro Party Massacre Three. <gasps> yes. I don't know what this film is. I just saw the name Dude Bro Party Massacre Three. There is no one or two. It just started at number three. I think it's a parody. Of something? Yeah. Um, all I know is well, it's also shot in, shot in four to three, and it's a recent <laughs> film. I don't know what year it yeah. is. Yeah, it's. I think it was like 2016, so possibly. This, this may be a, a train wreck. I have no idea what this film is. And have the you seen cast. It? No, I haven't. Um, there is also a cast in it. Let me just quickly have a look. Dude Bro. Party Mask of the 2015. Um, the Enigma see. year that no one can remember. Right. 2015. And there's a bunch of people in it, I think. I think uh, Sean Austin, is he in it? I don't know. No. But it just looked like... Now, this... I'm doing this off the back of this. Because I think this is what a parody is. Yes. This is super parody. Um, Not like scary movie parodies vibe. You don't like scary movies? No. I've only seen seen the first one. do not hold up. Watching them now? No. Are they heaps like racist? It's not good. Or heaps misogynistic. It's very problematic. Yeah. yeah. Problematic. Yeah. That's the word I was looking for. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. So like looking, this film was. Looking we should have the, given this a P. We should have problematic. We should have problematic. Um, yeah, I like the name of some of these characters. Motherface, Road Doggy. <laughs> well, they're bro. Manscaping bro. Asian bro. Oh, dear. Uh-oh. Okay. We don't know. Okay, we no, don't know what we don't. We, I've never seen this film before. Anyway. Dude so, Bro Party Massacre 3. Brilliant. Thanks, guys. You've been listening to Terrorvision Horror Podcast with Dan and Jennifer. Uh, we are available on all major podcasting services and also on the YouTube. But no matter where you choose to consume us, please make sure you hit the like button, subscribe, leave a comment or a review, and make sure you share with all your friends. I cannot stress this one enough. Share it with your friends. Uh, share we also it. And you do know, it. every time you interact with us, you get shout outs. It's true. And don't you want a shout out? Yes. I know I do. Uh, we also have an Instagram at Terrorvision Pod, which will keep you up to date on upcoming episodes, trivia, and memes that are definitely three years old by now. Uh, feel free to send me memes as well because I'm not a meme person. Uh, we also have an email, Terrorvision Pod. Meme girls. Meme girls. That's not me. Um, we also have an email, TerrorvisionPod at gmail.com. Let us know what you want us to watch or discuss. And our opening and closing music is Voidswell by Sister Wife. And remember, ladies and gentlemen, Kids and teens. Until next week, may all your dreams be nightmares.